Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFOs and social engineers. Now we've seen a lot of social engineering lately, and I'd like to give a tip of the hat to Jason Goodman here because I watch his crowdsource the truth and he talks about this a lot. If you simply type in the term social engineer into a search engine, it comes up with a whole lot of definitions basically saying that social engineers are people who try to uh, steal uh, information, personal information, uh, IDs, social security numbers, that sort of thing from unsuspecting people typically online, in order to use that information to build the database about that person and then <clears throat> and then commit financial crimes against them, thereby using the social network to engineer crime. We're talking about something a little bit different here, which and I think is what the word really means, and that is social engineer in the sense that these people are actually engineering uh, an agenda, quite possibly a crime against humanity. And we see this across our culture, a lot of people have taken for credit have taken credit for so many years that things are simply as they see them. Uh, most people suffer terribly from something called a normalcy bias, and that is just thinking that things are typically going to stay the same from day to day. <clears throat> but they don't realize that very strong, powerful groups have agendas that are probably running at cross purposes to what they would like to see happen but they have the resources and the time to affect changes that we may not like. And we see this going on right now with uh, a lot of these riots that are springing up across the country. People are starting to wake up a little bit and say, hey, these things don't look so spontaneous to me. These things look like uh, look like maybe there's some help from other areas. Now, I've talked a lot in this podcast about um, the bad data that this whole COVID uh, quote-unquote pandemic was based on how President Trump seems to have either conspired with or probably just fell for uh, some really terrible computer models written on 60-year-old programs that predicted millions of deaths that never materialized. And they used those uh, insane predictions by people who had made equally insane predictions in the past about things such as uh, hoof-and-mouth disease. People had a track record of not only making bad predictions about pandemics, but not even paying attention to the quarantines they insisted that we be put under, having meetups with their girlfriends, married girlfriends, say. All of this, this cluster, this cesspool of flawed data was used as an excuse to take our constitutional rights away, to prevent us from going to church or going to a casino to play cards, or just gathering in groups of people at a funeral or a wedding, say. Really, uh, a really evil situation has transpired here. And as I predicted, as this thing is drugged on to the third month now, this ridiculous lockdown, this totally unconstitutional foolishness, temperatures have begun to rise a little bit. And this isn't just happening in this country, it's happening across the globe. That's what makes it so insidious and so strange. But, as predicted, we've seen the societal temperatures and anxiety increase. Now, we've had this terrible situation occur up in Minnesota where a man was killed, apparently by police. It looks like the cop sat there for about five and a half minutes with his knee on this guy's neck. Not sure anybody could think that would have 
any other result than what happened once this poor fellow, this poor fellow passing away right there. And as terrible as that is, what could be worse than that would be a complete breakdown in race relations and civility and what's turning into almost a class warfare, maybe even a race war. And I found this article on USA Today. It says, there are anarchists. Minnesota officials say outside agitators are hijacking peaceful protests. Minneapolis drifting out of the shadows in small groups dressed in black, carrying shields and wearing knee pads. They head toward the front lines of the protest. Helmets and gas masks protect and obscure their faces, and they carry bottles of milk to counteract tear gas and pepper spray. Most of them appear to be white. They carry no signs and don't want to speak to reporters. Trailed by designated medics with red crosses taped to their clothes. These groups head straight for the front lines of the conflict. Night after night in this ravaged city, these small groups do battle with police and the National Guard, kicking away tear gas canisters and throwing back foam rubber projects fired at them. Around them, fires break out, windows are smashed, parked cars destroyed. USA Today reporters have witnessed the groups on multiple nights in multiple locations. Sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes they threaten those journalists who photograph them destroying property. The mayor and governor stay outside. Agitators are hijacking peaceful protesters over the death of George Floyd and literally fanning the flames of destruction. And then it goes on and <clears throat> explains that they're in multiple other cities, Louisville, Atlanta, etc. What you see here is the deep state at work. Now, when we talk about the deep state, we're not just talking about varied individuals buried in the bowels of those bureaucracies. We're talking about people with a lot of money who very quietly are trying to overturn the very country we live in. And oftentimes they seem to take on the disguise of liberals. And this is strange to me. The very people that are pushing this notion of socialism, which is actually collectivism, which is actually a few billionaires on top, taking what little the working class and the working rich class have left, these proponents of collectivism also own some of the papers that seem to want to come out and debunk the UFO phenomena the very most. Now I put on some, I put on some um, links to the articles that we're discussing here, and I link them to the Twitter feed UFO warning that's sub warning at UFO uh, on Twitter, and I've got multiple things posted there. I did also post a video from. Uh, Dabu77, he has a picture here of the anarchist in Minnesota, talking about these outside agitators. Now, this is probably the, the in-your-face form of social engineering that people are just now beginning to accept as real. It's very hard for people to accept that there are organized, moneyed foundations and groups out there in the shadows. I, I think I saw a video where there's 18 to 20 major ones where they just ship protesters around the country, paid protesters. For an average person who's going to work every day, um, this is something that's so strange. It's even beyond their comprehension that there's a fifth column of traitors in this country that want to overthrow us and take away our rights of freedom. Now, the people that are doing this are the people that are playing both sides of the fence. The very same people that are sending these paid protesters to, to burn a city new year, near you are the same money sources that are pushing this COVID scamdemic. Because they want to control. They want to control where you live, when you come out of your house, what you can do. I just heard today that 
all Android and Google phones are coming out with a new update that will connect to any phone within six feet of you. Well, that's awesome, isn't it? Don't you want your phone connecting six feet away with a stranger's phone? No opportunity for hacking there. I think pretty quickly I'm going to go back to the old flip phone. And if those track me, well, then I'm going to go back to no phone because the control that the deep state is trying to exercise on the average person has got to the point of being unbearable. This is the social engineering that we see on the face of it. Now, there's another kind of social engineering that's just about as insidious. And that's a social engineering that's directed toward people who simply see a UFO or simply talk about UFOs or simply look up in the sky and say, well, I can't explain that ball that's zipping across the sky. Or I can't explain why this person who says they were abducted by aliens has an implant in their arm. This systematic attempt at social engineering against people like this is just that. It's systematic. It has to be coming from some, some source, a level above. Because you especially see it in these papers, in these newspapers, websites, whatever, that uh, put themselves out there as being uh, bastions of liberalism. But when it comes to UFOs, the first inclination they have is to debunk. Even if it's reporting um, something as simple as the recent release of the Navy, uh, three UFO cockpit videos. I posted an art, I posted a link on there <clears throat> from an astrophysicist where he just throws so much stuff up against the wall trying to disprove the notion that these Navy pilots saw something unexplainable. It's amazing. You know, what, what the article comes down to is, I'm an expert, I'm an astrophysicist, let me... Let me display my intelligence and my great wealth of knowledge. Now shut up and go home. For these, for these appeal to the experts, they don't even, it's at the point where they can no longer call the UFO phenomena um, swamp gas. They have to rise above that because these things have become, these UFOs, they've become so commonplace. And we saw during this lockdown how many people can just simply whip out a can whip out a cell phone and videotape these these UF these UFOs these orbs especially that it's got to the point where they can't be denied uh, they can't refer to every single orb or fleet of orbs that's spotted as Venus or Mars they have to use distraction in order to try to change the narrative. And I have to believe that what's going on here with the UFO phenomena is social engineering uh, in a very um, disguised form. You see, they've done such a good job at uh, mocking and attempting to debunk the notion of Christianity. If anybody comes out with, uh, with a belief that doesn't agree with uh, evolution, a theory that's never been proven. I mean, it's, it's complete stupidity and madness when you look at it. We all evolved from a rock. Yes, the rock sat there for a billion years and turned into pond scum and turned into you. Now, you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to believe in higher power. But you should be able to mentally look at that situation and see that an inanimate, inert object is going to be inert now. And it's going to be inert a billion years from now. You just can't get past the something from nothing thing here. So, some people... 
believe in God, and that's great. I'm one of them. It doesn't mean we should have our beliefs debunked just for the thrill of debunking it. Now, when I see this UFO phenomena, I really see something here that represents... Well, first off, it's unexplainable, and it represents some kind of power, whether that's a physical power or some kind of spiritual power, or whatever it represents. These things are doing things we can't do. They're acting in ways that no human could act. They're showing a superiority. And for the and for the deep state, I really believe that that represents some sort of challenge to their power. This, like all sociopaths, they cannot. Um, they just can't. They they just cannot put up with a challenge to their supreme authority. They have this superiority complex. And this is why they have to strike out and try to social engineer us so that we see them as the top rung on the totem pole, the top rung on the ladder. Now, I found the actual definition here on Wikipedia for debunkers. Because I think that when you talk about social engineering and the UFO phenomenon, you're talking about really two aspects. One, the people... um, usually in government, that are providing a false narrative. They want to present UFOs to us either as a threat, in order to wait, in a way to control us and to get money from us, or possibly uh, in the deep state actors are talking about the Pope, who wants to say these things are space brothers, a situation where they could be, uh, could be acting toward us so that we'll, we'll let our guard down. At either way, it's about controlling us by controlling the na- by controlling the narrative. And then the other avenue that you have as far as social engineering goes with the UFOs is the debunker. According to Wikipedia, it says a debunker is a personal organization to expose or discredit claims believed to be false, exaggerated, or pretentious. The term often associated with skeptical investigation of controversial topics such as UFOs, claim paranormal phenomena, cryptids, conspiracy theories, alternative medicine, religion, or exploratory or fringe areas of scientific or pseudoscientific research. Pretty much anything that they can't have complete control over. Because, let's just face it, how are you going to control a UFO phenomena? Or let's face it, how are you going to control a, a religious phenomenon? Whether it's Falun Gong in China, uh, whether it's the Buddhists that the Muslims want to kill, or the Christians, or whether it's Christianity. If somebody uh, who's a believer in Christ experiences some kind of miracle, how can you deny that? And we know these things happen. And you can list those things under uh, you know, spontaneous regeneration, unexplained, whatever. We know miracles do happen from time to time, and they're not explainable, and the debunkers go crazy over it. What is it about these people's need to control? I mean, every morning when we get up and we look around in nature, we see miracle after miracle as plants grow, as things replicate, as this whole order out of chaos that nature finds its own way. Yet the debunkers want to come along and tell us that there is no order out of chaos. Somehow, they have the answers to everything. And if they don't have the answers, they try to shame the people who think differently than they do. And what it all comes down to, you really have to come to the notion of, why would they care? Why is it so important 
to the debunkers and the social engineers to control how we view the UFO phenomena, whether or not we even believe that the UFO phenomena exists. Why should they even care? Why was it so important for the government to infiltrate UFO clubs and organizations? <clears throat> Doesn't make any sense. Their need to control, it's, it's, it's psychotic at best, unless they know something we don't know. Now that would make that would make sense. And when we step back and we look at what's happening now with this whole thing, with this COVID scandemic, how they put the whole world under lockdown, how they have exercised such unbelievable control over humankind where people are actually locked in their houses and not allowed to come out now for the third month. And even in places where it's opening back up, we're told, oh, you have to social distance. It's like a game of Mother May I, like I said before. You have to ask permission to do every little thing. And now telling us that every single cell phone, pretty much everybody has one now, would be programmed to talk to every cell phone or device within six feet of it to make sure you don't get too close. This absolute control over our data, when we come, when we go, where we are, where we've been, and then claiming they have the right to quarantine us, if we might have got an inch or two close to the wrong person. This is social engineering in its worst form, and we can see that social engineering as it extends into the investigation of the UFO paranormal phenomena, where you cannot read an article, you cannot watch a documentary, and in most cases you can't listen to a podcast about the UFO phenomena without them bringing on some idiot to debunk what a half a dozen people saw. So I just say to be aware of this, as you go through your life, and, and is this situation that we're in tends to morph into something that quite possibly might turn into something a little more negative than we'd even imagined. Stop and ask yourself, every time you turn on the TV, listen to the news with a learned ear. Listen to the news with an eye toward what they're trying to social engineer you to do. Because everything that's being done right now is being done to control us in one way or another. And very few of us are just here to say, hey, look at this. What do you think? Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.